to Pass the Popcorn, the movie review podcast. That's right, yet another movie review podcast on the internet. But here's what this podcast has that no one else does. Your hosts, Chris and Tim. Why don't you pass the popcorn, Christopher? Pass the popcorn now, Christopher. I'm giving you three hot pops. I'm giving you three What was that? You you sounded awful. I I was trying to think of what to say. Pass the popcorn, Chris. This podcast will come out tomorrow. <laughs> Bet your bottom dollar that, that tomorrow. tomorrow you'll be hearing about movies we saw tomorrow. 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 When Matt does <laughs> his work, he'll always put 110% into this show for the. <laughs> he puts 110% in for 109 listeners. <laughs> Is that, that extra 10% is love. Is that how many? Did we start the podcast? Is this it? I think that's our opening. <laughs> I don't know. Pass the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Well, <clears throat> I guess <laughs> I, I, I like this opening. I mean, it was funny. You know, yeah, let's, let's just let's just go with All it. Right, yeah, it's open. It started. It's we're, we are back. We are. We've been away. Um, Tim. We're had, back, baby. Tim had a reason. He was house sitting and dog sitting. Correct. I was yeah. I was I house sitted twice. There I've I since since Christmas I have not I've been I've been staying at other people's houses more than I've stayed at my own house. Wow. <laughs> do you poop in these houses? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do the do they, <laughs> do they know that your butt was on their toilet seats? No, I don't use the toilet. <laughs> Sinks. Oh my god. You know. God, sock uh, drawers under the couch yeah the dog food uh dish you know their water supply the hot the I upper well i i i upper deck it and on the toilets uh, i i noticed <laughs> i noticed a smell when you left here when you were up here for a while yep. like, upper decker that's the one that smells like Tim. I can smell roast beef and cheese. Yeah, that smells like Q-Mart. <laughs> yeah. It like, smells like a, a Q-Mart sandwich and fries. So, smells like a Zern's steak sandwich. Oh, Zern's. Yeah. All right, let's get this ball rolling. We, we probably got around 10, 12 movies here to talk about. Jeez, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I have seen over the over the past... We're not going to talk about all of them, but but since since our last recording, I have seen... Twelve different movies, and you've seen a bunch too. I've yeah, maybe seen half that. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about all of it. And actually, a couple of them we're going to skip yeah. to our next episode because um, just to just to spread them out. Right. I mean, we're, we got a bunch here. So all right, let's let's talk about the first one that we were just singing about. It is it is uh, called Annie. Annie. I think it's a remake of the movie Annie, but I'm not sure. <laughs> It's it's a reima- it's a remake of a reimagining of Annie. Yes. All right. Here is the trailer. Brought to you by nothing. Here it comes. Can you read your note again? Please take care of our baby. Her name's Annie. There's half a locket around her neck. So when we come for her. You know that she's our girl. Come on, rats! Let's go! 
money. It gets me places quicker. Kids. Kids with germs. Will, this is really going to help your race for mayor. Mm. Her name is Annie. She'll be staying with Mr. Stacks for a while. You want me to play dead? It's the hard knock life for us. It's the hard knock life for us. You're not really thinking about doing this. We won't even know she's there. It's like having a turtle. Wonder if she has her shots. This is what it's like living with a billionaire. Nice. I think so. He just doesn't know it yet. Whoa! You get that sick? I threw up on the swings once. I don't think I had a marshmallow until I was eight years old. Pretty fun though, right? Let me see how small of a bite of graham crack I can take. Why are you so nice to me the way I treat you? She's changing everything. Me eating this thing up like a dog. Mmm, this is what is it? Mmm, paprika? Mmm, oregano? Timbo. Yes. That trailer was just was longer than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh. <sighs> finally, this movie is, is out. And yes. so, because it, feel, it felt like for the last 18 months. There was nothing but this. Uh, every movie you saw, it didn't matter if you saw a G movie or an NC 17 movie, this damn movie trailer was on everything. This, this was, a, yes, you're right. Because this one, I'll be honest, Into the Woods and now uh, Paul Blart 2 are the trailers that are on every little movie that comes out there. You constantly see this trailer. And it was tiring after a while. Yeah. And I, and I, th- I actually think that, that by having that trailer, on movies and all over the place for as long as ever. I think that actually hurt the movie in terms of its in terms of its um, box office because it, it didn't do very well. No, no, it didn't. <clears throat> and it, it or, was, or, or, or I should say it did it did less than expected. And I, and I generally I, I I don't care how much a movie makes that doesn't that doesn't matter to me. But I I, I was expecting this movie to be like really big, and it it sort of came out and sort of with a thud it just didn't really catch on with people well it's a shame because this was a great movie to come out over the holidays like it's a great yeah family movie to go see and that's what happened with with us because my wife kelly is a huge annie fan i like maybe two songs in the whole entire thing and the kids wanted to to see it too and it wasn't it really wasn't that that boring or bad i mean i'd had a fun time watching it i don't ever have to see it again yeah See, uh, here's the thing. The original Annie, I love. As a kid, I had I had such a thing for Annie. There you know, was something about the original Annie. Not, you, not this one here. No, no, like but I remember a, a convention or something came along, and she was there, and you, uh, and I mean, I don't care how old you are, one, 
twenty thirty, you were like, you were like, oh, oh my god, Amy. <laughs> yes. I, I, and I and I forget, I forget her name. And I was actually expecting her to be in this movie. I don't think she was. I was trying to sort of see if if she was if she's here. But the original Annie, I remember as a kid, I was like obsessed with her. And I remember going to see, I remember going to see Annie. And for some reason, I don't know why I remember this, but you know, I, when when the first Annie came out, I was five or six. And I and I remember, and and this 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 goes to show the time period because nowadays I don't think I don't think parents would ever let their kids do this. But I was like five or six, and I had to go to the bathroom. And my dad, my dad brought me and my sister and my maybe my brother. I don't remember my brother was there. He we brought us to the movies. This is up in Claremont, New Hampshire, at the same theater I saw you know Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi and that. And uh, and he's just like yeah, just go. So I remember going and. Going to the bathroom by myself. Uh, again, this is the original Annie, not this Annie. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. this this Annie, I had to have people help me use the bathroom because I'm much much older. Um, no, I uh, but I I uh, I went up and and on my own as a five year old. You know, do you, did you have you ever let your kids five years old when you go to the movies? They're, you're sitting there watching a movie and go, yeah, just go to the bathroom. I don't care. Net five, no. I mean, eh, they make like ten now. Like like my son goes now, but five now, no. No. Well, my dad just like it was like, yeah, just go. Uh, so I remember going, but I remember coming back and going into the wrong movie th- movie. And he went back into what? I remember the movie I walked back into was the John Belushi movie Neighbors. Oh yeah. I remember, yeah, it was John, and, and I remember it was it, I, for and I even remember the scene. It was like John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd like talking to each other through, through through the door where the where the the chain lock was up, and I, I just remember that scene. I remember this doesn't look like Annie, yeah. and I had to find my way back to the theater that that we were in. I, I I'm, I'm assuming I made it back, um, but yeah, was, I just that's 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 my original Annie memory. Um, much more vivid than the memories of this film. Well, wasn't this wasn't the rumor that Will Smith's daughter was going to be in this? Yeah, the, it was originally. I think Will Smith, and I think Will Smith is, is still produced it. I, I if I remember correctly, but yeah, the, the, he had he had uh, got the film the remake rights or whatever, and wanted to use it as a as a vehicle for his daughter whatever her name is um, uh, willow willow yeah and i guess she aged out she got too old to play the character and so they got the girl from beast of the southern wild and i thought she was good i thought she was she was good i thought she was good i thought i thought she was good i i thought actually i i i liked the cast overall i thought cameron diaz was great i love rose Byrne. <clears throat> my wife uh, has Kelly has a big problem with uh, Cameron Diaz. She never thinks she's a good actress in anything she's in. She she was good in this. I like. I thought. I thought she sang good. I thought. I, you know the the all the songs that 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 Annie sang. I thought were good, but I thought most of the songs the other people sang were bad. But Cameron Diaz sang sang two good songs. Like that 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 initial song where she was singing about basically how sucky her life is and how she got kicked out of. CNC Music Factory and Hootie and the yeah. Fourth Session. That that was funny, actually. Yeah, but I, you know, I thought I thought she had some good stuff. 
But I honestly was like, oh, God, Cameron Diaz, seriously, when I when I saw her in this. But I thought she was good. Um, I, I thought I thought everybody else had horrible songs. I thought Jamie Foxx, he had sang, like two songs and they were they sucked. Yeah, he, he I, him and his singing, you know, I know people like it, but I'm not a big, big fan of him. But when he's doing that in this movie, it's like even worse than what it is in real life. I love. Yeah. Do you know who I love is, is that guy, Bobby Cannavale. Is that his name? Yeah, I think it's I think it's I think it's just Cannaval, I think is how it's pronounced. Yeah. I love this guy. He was he was in um Rescue Me and stuff, but I just love this guy. I think he's so funny and fun. But it, it's you know how it opened? I thought it was great. Remember that? In the opening? How did it open? Remind me. Remember it was in a in a classroom and the person Oh, that's right, yeah. And the kid talking up front was the Annie who we all remember with the red hair and the freckles. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And it was cool. It was like a good, like, here's, you know, a little um, memory to the old film, and the, but it's not about her. I liked that. I liked how it reminded us why we're there in the first place almost, you know? This was something, and this is this is me just being uh, a comic strip geek, is the thing I thought that was, that was interesting about this movie is Annie, the comic strip, was written as sort of a conservative Republican mouthpiece during the Depression, hmm. where uh, you know it was it was all about you know you, this 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 little girl she didn't need help she didn't need the government's assistance she 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 could she if she worked hard enough she could do her things on her own she did not need assistance or anything of that sort she didn't need any organization to to help her get by it was it was really it was a it was a it was a straight up conservative strip sort of touting republican values um and conservative values in general and this movie i thought was kind of funny because i think um jamie fox was was running they 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 didn't come out and and make it explicit but he was running on a more liberal platform and there were a lot more liberal um themes throughout the movie which i thought were just kind of funny because considering annie started as a very conservative uh comic strip that's just my the geek in me coming out saying oh they really they changed the the political way that uh, annie was was written into into more of a liberal kind of thing i didn't think that at all (laughs) well yeah it's not something you you would have noticed no not at all i think we should give our popcorn because we got a bunch more films to talk about i think we spent two hours on on annie (laughs) well actually one one last thing i wanted to point out is um in the movie she goes to a uh she goes to a a movie opening a movie premiere it's kind of like a twilight Uh, and the thing that i thought was really funny is is the you know it had like rihanna and mila kunis and ashton kutcher in it but in the movie, it was directed by the guys that did 21 Jump Street in the Lego movie, like Christopher uh, Christopher Miller. I, I'm forgetting their names right off the top of my head. But it was it said like directed by Chris Miller and whatever the other guy's name is, the guys that did 20, 21 and 22 Jump Street oh, in the Lego cool. movie. And I thought that was really funny. And I wondered if they actually directed those scenes, like the the film within a film. That's pretty cool, Tim. For me, if I gotta give popcorn, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought, I thought it, but yeah, I don't, I don't feel I ever need to sit down and see it again. I would probably just give it three. Oh wow, I was that's higher up than, than I was gonna give it because I'm giving it two. I give it two popcorns, nice buttery popcorns. Yeah. You see it once, that's it. You know, just probably. I'll be honest, I probably saw the um, original once, like the whole way through. After that, it was on cable, off and on. But you know, 
once and done i'm good yeah the original holds up i saw it not a couple maybe two years ago and it holds up uh all right well let's go to another film tim that one of them that you saw that i i, I didn't see uh yeah let's see uh fox catcher i saw this on christmas and um, i want this looks good this is one that i, I will see i i just haven't had time but tell us about it overall i i didn't think the movie was that great i thought it was i thought it was eh. um i remember it because the, the the it's a true story about a murder that happened actually near us yeah yeah and i remember when it happened it was all over the news because this this happened just outside of philadelphia and so it was all over the local news and all over the national news. But it was basically about wrestling, and it has has uh, Steve Carell in it in, a, in his like a real dramatic role, and he's fantastic in it. He looks like actually like his character in Despicable Me, like with that, with that, with <laughs> yeah, that, you're right, that big ass nose, um, yeah, yeah, grew, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, so, but overall, I mean, I'm not going to give, I'm not going to talk about it right, much, but right. I, I saw the movie. I enjoyed it for what it was, but I didn't think it was that great. the The whole reason to see this movie is for the acting. Everybody in it is great. Rufalo is fantastic. Um, Steve Carell is just unbelievable in this movie. And um, oh shoot, what is his name? Oh my god, Channing. Channing Tatum. Yeah. Uh, and he's Channing Tatum is great too. It's Channing Tatum kind of reminds me of Rocky in this. Oh, but but not but not like Rocky. Like I'm gonna go out there and win. Right. Just like Rocky, like early Rocky, like uh, you know, real quiet and you know, not not real sure of myself. Now you not know, what, like you, the way you're like talking about about this movie right now is I think explaining why all the awards I watched. I just watched the critics critics choice awards this morning, the Golden Globes last weekend and whatnot. Like they're up for everything, but nothing's winning. Yeah, like no one's getting it for actor, or director, actress. Like, like nobody else is getting it, but everyone is acknowledging how great the acting is. Yeah, it's 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 one of those movies you go and you see it for the performances, and and there, and there it is it is a good movie. It's worth it's worth your time. It's it's, but it is it is kind of slow. It's a little quiet. I think some people would be bored with it, but if performance wise, it's a great movie. Great movie. All right, let's go to the next film that we both saw with a guy who I love, but I think <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just tired, <laughs> tired of him being in everything and looking like the same guy in the last film. Hey, what's what, this, what are you talking about, man? What? This, one, this one's called "Hey, the Gambler." <laughs> brought to you by nothing. Sands Casino. Come on, hey, yeah, gamble. My family has been with this bank since my father-in-law started it. Are you a relation? This is my son. No, you can't see the uncanny resemblance, so you're implying she's under duress. And what I want is $260,000 in cash. Is everything okay? When someone needs that amount of money in cash, nothing's okay. Birth, education, intelligence. Just do it. 21. Talent. And looks. I've seen you be half a million dollars off. Keeping up two and a half million dollars. You got me feeling lucky. I'm putting everything on black. Rest been coming up all night. You want me to pay you now? Maybe I enjoy watching the show. 19 red. What's wrong with you? You got brain damage? Rough way to start the week. 
absolutely nothing else from my class, desiring a thing cannot make you have it. I want to go to a restaurant. I need you to leave. Because I've seen you in your other life? I think next time John Goodman reads for a role, you should ask, am I shirtless? <laughs> yeah. Do I have to wear my shirt in this movie? Yeah. Uh, the first thing I'm going to say about this movie Good. has to do with the trailer. Unless you're Martin Scorsese, do not use a Rolling Stone song. Oh, yeah. Unless you're Martin Scorsese. Right. And That's then it, the thing. And then it works and then it fits. Because I have a feeling they use that because it's like this will make this will make the stupid people think this is a Scorsese film, and this is not a Scorsese film. I didn't I didn't even think that that it was, and I didn't even know it was a remake till this came out, and I heard it was like a, from a James Con film back in the day, and I never I never knew that. I thought, oh boy, what's he doing now? But it's a remake. <laughs> I uh, w- before I saw this because the re- the the original the 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 nineteen seventy four movie was on Netflix. So I went and I started watching it and I fell asleep. I, I couldn't get into it. I fell asleep. I was with it. It was like I watched about forty minutes of it and fell asleep. And then I saw this movie and I saw how this movie played out. And I was like, I was like, wow, I'd like to. And and then I read something in Entertainment um, Weekly saying saying, oh yeah, if you like this movie, you're gonna love the original. So I went back to watch it on Netflix and it was gone. Oh. Already off. Yes. Already off Netflix streaming, so I, I, hopefully they bring it back because I want to try to get through it again. Because um, the original has like James Con, James Con is awesome in yeah. it. It's just I just couldn't get into it. I I heard this. I heard that that the first the, the original is just fantastic, and this doesn't even compare of how great the uh, the James Con one was. Yeah, the I mean, I watched the first half hour, forty minutes of it, and I, and I, I was just I, I would watch it like late at night, like when I come home from work. I was like, oh, just, I don't have to work in the morning. I'll, I'll, I'll just watch this. No, James Con. But this, the, this movie again, not a bad movie. It had a lot of twists and turns. It did, and I'll be, I mean, as you all know out there, spoilers. Um, the whole time I'm watching this, I didn't see the ending coming. Like I thought someone was going to get shot. <laughs> yeah. 
you know he this this whole movie you get the impression that Wahlberg wants has, to die has no chance that like he just wants yeah. to go out with a bang you know literally and he keeps he keeps getting he he keeps owing this money and he keeps getting the money and then losing it and every yeah. time he gets the money and then he goes back and gambling you're like oh stop it you fucker yeah uh, yeah the whole time yeah we were the watching whole- it and we're like what's he doing what are you thinking like we come up talking to, to the screen you know it's like what are you what are yeah, you doing <laughs> that's a yeah i i i i found myself wanting to yell at the yell at the the yell at the screen what are you doing stop it so i mean to get to get to get that that uh emotionally involved in the film you got to give it some credit because if if it was a bad movie, you just wouldn't care. But this one, you were just constantly like, "What are you doing?" He was so stupid. He he borrowed from from one or try to borrow from one guy to try to pay the other guy back. And then if that didn't work, he would try to borrow from somebody else. As he kept on borrowing, he gets getting deeper and deeper and deeper, yeah, deeper and hole. And Mark Wahlberg, who yes, we we all like him. We all like the the funky bunch. But I'm <laughs> I'm at, I'm at a point where every role he's doing now is the same. Hey hey hey, character, and I'm just getting tired of it. Even this, though, wait, wait. This one, even though this one, I think was, has a oh, movie. Sorry. Even though he has a movie that comes out, I want to go see it because I like Mark Wahlberg, but yeah. I'm just tired of the same kind of character actor. I don't, I don't know. I think I think this this one was. I think this one was was a little bit more of an acting role for him. I think he because there were there were those parts where he's because he plays a college teacher. And there's those parts where he's he's in in the classroom talking to his students, and he's really tearing it up. He's he's eating the scenery up. He's really good. Um, but yeah, then then when he's quiet, it's back to like, hey, 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 I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see my mom. Always been on black, right? Is, yeah, is that what you yeah. said? Yeah. Always. Hey. Yeah. Uh, hey. And uh, you know, and it, it, George Kennedy was in it at the beginning. He played his father dying. George Kennedy from uh, the yeah. Naked Gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh Yes, I love her so much. Brie Larson. Larson. Oh my oh, God, you have no I love idea. When, her so much. When I saw this movie was was radar, right? Yeah, radar. I was open. Oh, I was open to see Brie. You, you and, and her two Larsons. You, I was hoping to Brie her Brie. I would tell you right now, I was this. She is just something about her. I'm like, wow. Yeah, she's. I love her. She's so cute. But no, she she kept it on. And you know what's we I love I'll tell you right now about me. I love poker. I love playing poker. Everything else, blackjack and slots and relay, all that kind of stuff. I don't really I never did it and don't quite understand. I know I, I know how to play blackjack, but relay, I I don't like those games. I like poker. And that to me, I wish they would do something like that, but it was all, you know, blackjack or, or whatnot. But it was it was okay. It wasn't boring, but it was just a steady pace kind of film. Yeah. And I did. I did enjoy it. I uh, again, it's a movie. Maybe I'll see it again at some point because just just for all the twists and turns, it, it really is. It's it, it's it's a uh, it's it's a good ride. Who's where you're this, watching? Who's this? Who's that black guy who was in it? Anthony Kelly? Is that him? No, uh, Michael Michael Kenneth Williams, the 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 guy he kept owing money to and. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, he was really cool. He was um, cool. I loved him, and I loved this character. He was really, really. I'm trying to ass. remember. I, he's been in a bunch of things that I've seen. Yeah, he but has. I, I don't remember him in those movies. RoboCop, just this past one that this came oh, out. Oh, he was. He was on the. He was on the wire. He was on the wire. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's where that's where he really got his his uh, 
his work done. Um, I do remember him. He was on an episode of Sopranos, Ray Ray. I do remember that. He was uh, way back in the day. I do remember that episode. But other than that, I don't. I <laughs> he was in the Trapped in the Closet series, the the R. Kelly stuff. Um, but other than that, I don't. I don't recall most of his roles. He was in the Incredible Hulk. You know, a lot of a lot of small roles in a lot of movies. All right. Well, I'm going to give my little popcorn thing. I don't know what this means. I gave Annie a two. I'm giving this a two because I once and done. I've seen it. I enjoyed it. Wasn't great. Didn't suck. And that's about it. Two, two popcorns, kind of a little bit not as as, as fluffy as as Annie's, <laughs> but you know, two. I, I I'm gonna give this one you I, just like Annie. I'm gonna give this one three. I think that's why I gave Annie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just because I you 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 can't help but get emotionally involved in the movie and the you, you the, the characters are all there and the thing is is like all these characters are bad guys, but you like everybody. Yeah. Like and the music is really good, and there's all sorts of neat stuff in the movie. So it, it it really is an enjoyable movie. I think it'll get its I think it'll get a second life on on Blu-ray when it comes out. It's probably already out. Um, I, no, no, not yet, but soon. It seems it seems like a movie comes out on Blu-ray like two days after it comes out in the theater. <laughs> it does anymore. It does. Um, I'm gonna go out here on this. I'm gonna tell you a movie I saw finally that Tim seen. I don't know four four months ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one night, the wife and I didn't have any shows to watch, so we said, "Let's let's watch, watch something." We watched Out of the Furnace, which I remember you seeing it and saying, you know, that that you enjoyed it and stuff. And yeah. I I will say this: you know how I feel about Bale. Something yeah, about Bale. I don't. This one was oh, was I'm in the furnace. Was, I'm getting out. I'm going to back in the furnace. <laughs> I do love, and I've always said this, and this you can take this. Hey there, Tim. Yes. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought I lost you. <laughs> you can take this any way you want, but I, and you can put this this in quotes. I love Woody. <laughs> oh, and he is so fucking awesome in that movie. That's the thing. If he was in this movie, I probably would have turned it off half an hour through. But seeing Woody, I just love Woody. <laughs> I love I love him and him in the movie made me get get through it. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was just it's just enjoyable to watch and I, I got it done. I I might have I'll be honest. I think I might have um maybe dozed off here and there. It was pretty late. So do I remember it? Kind of, sorta. <laughs> <laughs> Did I enjoy it? What I seen? Yes. And and maybe a big part of it is because of of Woody and how it opened. In the in the drive-in theater, him and his yeah, date. and Woody. Oh. I was trying to remember when this movie came out. I looked sixth of December, two thousand thirteen. So this movie's over a year old. This this movie predates our podcast by like seven months. Oh my god! <laughs> he got out of that car and just a dick to his girlfriend or whatever, and he's just yeah. like beating everybody up. I mean, that hooked me immediately. I saw it. That's about it. I moved on. Now, Tim, he's he's great. Uh, oh yeah, yeah like, he's awesome. He's awesome. And you know, yeah, and I know you don't like Christian Bale, but I, I love Christian Bale. Defoe again in that movie was really great. Yeah, he's always good, no matter what he's in. He he'll 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 pull it off. Casey Casey Affleck, fantastic. I love him too. I, I and I uh, trying to think here if I had to to um, murder murder bang and marry. 
both Affleck and Woody. Oh my god! You <laughs> um, bang Woody. Literally with with my Woody. Um, wow. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on here. I'm thinking here. I'm not even. I'm not even entering this 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 conversation. It's, you know what? I would probably. I have, I have something for Ben Affleck. I think I, would, I think I think I would marry him, bang Woody, and I'm and kill Casey. Even though I do like him a lot, but I'll bang Woody. All right. And, um, and Zoe Saldana would have to wait outside. <laughs> yeah, almost done. All done. Uh, Tim, tell me one that you saw that I didn't see. Um, do do do. What did I see? Big Eyes, which I know you want to see. I do, but I've been hearing now it's really not as good as people are saying it is. It was just like a slow moving. Eh, kind of movie like uh, I, here again this is this is this this is another movie it's like Foxcatcher, but the, I, I found the, the movie enjoyable see it's it's tim burton and tim burton he, he's he's kind of hit or miss with me but when he when he's in his element when he's working with the right materials he is fantastic and this is more of a straightforward movie for tim burton um but he but he also benefits um from the from the acting, like Amy Adams is great in this movie, and Christoph Christoph Waltz is fantastic in this movie. So this movie, I've seen it twice already. Oh uh, wow, wow! So I really I really liked it, and I liked it better the second time. More so for Amy Adams, she is great. No matter what she's in, I do love her. She is really good in this. I mean, really good. And Kristen Ritter's in. It. I I think she is so cute. I love Kristen Ritter. But it's that I'm I'm fascinated with the time period. I love that I love that time period of the late fifties into the sixties. I always feel like I was born too late. Like I always feel like I should have been born in the fifties, and that way I could have experienced the late fifties, sixties, and seventies. I always feel like I was born born twenty five years too late. Um, but I thought it was really good. I thought the it, the everything about it. You know, it is, and the thing with Tim Burton is, again, he puts a lot of work into his set designs and the way everything looks, and it's a really colorful film, and it's a, in in the way that's shot and with the way everything looks is really interesting, and it makes you feel like you're, you know, you've gone back to the late fifties. It makes you feel like there's a lot of, you it just you just sort of. Leave leave your movie theater and and go to this time period. Uh, it's great. And there's actually a shot in there. There are, and again, I, I I've only been to San Francisco once, and I don't know where this is. But there's a shot in there where they're out painting, and they're painting this this uh, they're they're painting um, these like buildings. But the buildings are were actually used. As uh, as a location for Naboo in the Star Wars uh, prequels, well, that's really cool. So they're painting it. It's like it's like wow, they're on Naboo in the fifties. <laughs> wow! Did anyone shoot out any glass? Anyone? No, nobody. Captain Captain Panenka was not there. Okay, and there were no uh, R two droids or anything like that, and no Nemoidians. What's going to happen with Tim Burton's? Supposedly his next film is well, one of them coming up is Beetlejuice two, which I, which hopefully, man, I can't wait, but. Him and his wife now are, are are getting separated. They're divorcing, and she's in every one of his films. You see, well, he had his previous wife in every film, and then they divorced, and then he got married again. Oh boy! So yeah, uh, I think he's just going to find another muse. So are you saying that if he marries me or you, 
will be in his movies. We'll be in his movies, yeah. Okay. If he marries, well, if he marries you, you'll be in his movies. That's right, yeah. yeah then okay. he'll divorce you and then marry me, yeah, and then I'll you. be in his movies. He'll, he'll, never leave, he'll never leave me for you, Tim, all right? Yeah, I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to remember, uh, like, his previous wife was up in the movies up until, I think, um, Planet of the Apes. Uh, what's her name? Lisa, Lisa Marie. But wasn't she an ape, too? The one who Lisa Marie was in Apes, and yeah, you know, and his his one now, and yeah, and I think that's I think that's where they met. Oh, all right. So in a way, he left his wife during maybe this one kind of rocky. So maybe he was dating someone in this movie. Possible. Oh, Christoph Watts. Amy. <laughs> yeah, Christoph. <laughs> Kristen Ritter. So. All right. Well, let's go to the next one, Tim. That. This movie is probably the most talked about film towards the end of 2014. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'll be honest. I was upset that what happened happened. wasn't coming out. I'm like, when am I going to see it? Then I saw you can watch it on some kind of Google Play or YouTube. I tried. Nothing. I'm like, oh, my God. I want to see this movie so bad. Then the following weekend, it was on demand. I'm like, yay, I can watch it. And now I know, I understand why it didn't even come out in theaters. <laughs> this is called The Interview. Brought to you by... The Answer. Yeah. I was going to say rice. Um, oh. Huh. Some kind of flower ad. All right, here we go. The Interview. Hello, who this? This is the Secretary of Communication for North Korea. Our Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un is interested in doing an interview with Dave Skylark. Oh my god. We will meet 50 kilometers west of Dangdong, northeastern China. Did you just say China? And did you just say Dong? Three weeks from tonight, I will be traveling to Pongyang, North Korea, to interview President Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Mr. Rappaport, I am Agent Lacey with Central Intelligence. You two are going to be in a room alone with Kim, and the CIA would love it if you could take him out. Hmm? Take him out. For coffee? Dinner. For kimchi? No, uh, take him out. You want us to kill the leader of North Korea? Yes. Hello, North Korea! watched every episode of your show in preparation for DC interview. I particularly enjoyed the Miley Cyrus camel toe episode. Wow. Very deep. Very deep. Yeah, she has quite a hearty moose knuckle. Gentlemen, you are entering into the most dangerous country on earth. Please remember Kim Jong-un is a master manipulator. I have a gift for you. Oh, oh, this dog is killing me with cuteness. It's a crazy cute. I wish we had an escape plan. Why don't we go to Japan? Well, because it's across the sea of Japan. Why don't we swim? Can't swim that. Oh, I'm a good swimmer. It's really, really far. People have done it. Nope. Yep, Michael Phelps did it. That's not true. It was a gift to my grandfather from Stalin. In my country, it's pronounced Stallone. Do you have a sound system in here? Oh, no, no, no. Don't, 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 don't touch. Katy Perry? I've never heard this before in my life. I love Katy Perry. Really? Yes, you should. Sky. 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 
interview go ahead so here's here okay before you say anything (laughs) before you say anything right i'm listening this was a movie that was never meant to be anything more than a dumb comedy this was a movie that should have just come out in the theaters had its day and disappeared like every other movie that ever comes out but this whole thing happens, and it gets news coverage uh, because this is in, they say, the reason why uh, there was that whole Sony hacking and, uh, and that's, that sort of stuff. And theaters pulled out. A- AMC, Regal, all, all the movie theaters pulled out. They were afraid of a retaliation, whether it was going to be a cyber attack or a physical attack. So... The so the the so the the, the film company, I, I understand where Sony is coming from when they when they canceled its its release. Um, I got to give a hand to the independent theaters that said yes, we'll show this movie. But I think that with all the news coverage surrounding it, I think that there is a certain audience out there that doesn't go to the movies very much. Or just don't don't think about things, and they think and they when they when they hear a movie talked about so much, they equate excessive press with this movie being really awesome, and that was never the intention of this movie. So I I think that when people went in to see this movie, and and, and I don't and honestly I don't I don't think you went in with expectations because I know how you are with Seth Rogen movies and. I do yeah, like I, I do like Rogan, and, and I tell you right now, I do love Franco. But I know, but I think people people went to this movie. I think people who went to see it in the theaters enjoyed it more than people who downloaded it illegally or got it off of television. Honestly, because I think this movie, I saw, I saw it in a theater. I saw it on Christmas Day, the first screening of the theater at the Belcourt Theater here in Nashville. Uh, it was shown in two two theaters here in, in the Nashville area, Belcourt, and it was also shown in Franklin Theater a little bit to the south. And I went there, and it was packed, not a seat to be had. Now, because I'm, te- it's probably because of the hype. That's the only reason. No, exactly, it was exactly it was exactly it was because of the hype. Yeah. If this if this movie had just been released, I would have went to see it on Christmas. There would have been thirty people in that theater. If that this yeah. this theater had four hundred people there seeing it, cheering and screaming and having a good time and and, and enjoying it from from how, from what I could gather. Um, but I think that there were people that that went into this wanting this movie to be the greatest movie ever made. And since it wasn't the greatest movie ever made, anything below greatest is a disappointment. And I think that's really where. The I think that's really where the um, the real criticism comes in from the just the average audience is it was hyped so it, it wasn't even hype it was promoted so much through the press and what have you that, that that people thought that this was going to be fantastic when it was not necessarily 
a movie that necessarily deserved that amount of attention. I think you nailed it on the head. That's how I felt. I think it was hyped up so much. I was really looking forward to seeing it. And I, I didn't hate it, but maybe my hypeness was so high. And after I saw it, yeah. I was like, it, it didn't even meet, meet that or reach that. Franco, to me, I loved him. I, I think he was the best part of the film. He was fantastic. Yes. He was fantastic. Yes. When when I saw it, um, I, I saw it in, in, in an art house. With Belcourt's an art house. And I'm, I'm going to go on just a little bit more about the experience of going to see it with this crowd of people who probably have, don't go to art house theaters. And maybe I think a lot of them have never been to the Belcourt. The thing that I thought was funniest about this, about the movie was the first was watching the previews and then the first few minutes of the movie, because the previous they they, they, they kept showing like movies like black and white Czechoslovakian trailers for like, you know, a love that must not speak its name, a nun. And a rabbi, you know, and they running away on a midnight train and that sort of stuff in black and white, all in Czechoslovakian. And I could hear people going, what the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck is this shit? Right. What? And then the next movie was like a documentary on an oil spill. They're like, what the hell is this? Everybody like they, they just didn't get the point. They, they, they didn't get the, they, they didn't understand what an art house theater is. And then there would be another thing with like a lesbian romance in Iraq or something like that. That would be that was like all of the movies that they showed. And everybody's like, what the? And then, what the fuck? Oh my God, who the hell's going to? And everybody's like, oh, I could, I, and I, and I see, I hear this on movie theaters a lot where everybody's a critic of the trailer. Yeah. And it hurts people going, that looks like it sucks. <laughs> oh my God, who would go fucking see that? And I just thought that was so funny. And then the movie started, and there was a guy sitting behind me who I guess was so hyped up to see this movie, he was ready to laugh at anything. And when he would laugh, he didn't. Ha- it, it, he, he had zero, and he had ten. There was no. There was no chuckle. It was laugh your laugh your head off at the <laughs> smallest joke. And this guy was like shrieking at little jokes. And I'm like, oh my god, when is this guy gonna shut up? <laughs> he was like Bobby D from the fan, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like like overly laughing at things because I think he wanted this movie to be so great. After a few minutes, I think he realized the jokes weren't that funny. Yeah. So he sort of pulled back, <laughs> but it, it was, it, it really was a unique, I mean, I've never been to a movie like this where the, the, where the, of the, the event of going was more memorable than the actual film itself. And actually when I left, there were TV cameras outside the theater. They were all shooting and inter- interviewing people. I didn't want to talk to anybody and they probably didn't want to talk to me either. So I, I didn't, I didn't stick around to try to get my face on camera. Well, I know, I know this movie, I think made 15 million like when it came out uh, on Google and, and on demand, yeah. all that kind of crap. Like I don't think, like a little part of me, I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm totally wrong here. Little tiny part of me thought that this whole Sony hack thing was just a hype, so this movie could be what it is now, like the most talked about movie. I know it's not real. I know something must happen. Blah blah blah. But a little part of me thought this is a good marketing. Uh, no, trick. I. In the end, this movie will have lost money. If it breaks even, it'll be lucky. I think. I don't. I don't think it was a marketing ploy. You don't. You don't bring the Department of Justice in. Well, right. Right. I mean. Yeah. For that sort of or, or or the CIA and all that sort of stuff in for a marketing ploy. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I think. I think that uh, Sony. Sony did what they did. It hurt the movie in general by canceling it. And and, I, and the movie will probably make its money back at some point, but. Uh, I don't think it's going to be go down as a as a as a overwhelming success. 
Well, this this is good a good start. I mean, bad for movie theaters, but good starts for movies. Like they they did a, like a test run to see what would happen if it went right to on demand or something else, and it still made money. Yeah, I and I think I posted this on on I didn't post it on the po- past the popcorn uh, site, but I did post it on the the Star Wars in character where I thought it was kind of a dick move for Sony to release it digitally on the same, the same week that they were, that the independent theaters were putting out. I was like, you know what? The independent theaters nutted up when no one else would to show this movie for you. The least you could do is give them seven days or five days of having, having it exclusive in the theaters rather than put it out. They actually put it out on demand the night or uh, on, you know, the digital downloads the day before Christmas. So you could watch it on Christmas Eve. I thought that was kind of a dick move. I, right. I, although from what I understand, it didn't hurt the theaters. Like, as I said, when I was there, it was packed that whole week, uh, pretty much the whole week at the bell court the, it was sold out for almost every show from what I understand. Um, but still just get, you know, the Indies stepped up. They were the ones that said, Hey, we're going to show this movie for you. We're going to stand up and say that we don't want some other dickless country telling us not to show a movie. And the, the least that Sony could have done is given them a couple days of having an exclusive just to, as a thank you. Right. So. I, I agree. Um, it was entertaining. I liked what I, what I saw here and there, but, but my hype yeah. list was way up higher than when I saw it. Actually, I watched it one one night, conked out, and then I watched the rest of the following morning and then I put it all together and it was Franco I love Franco he he's always <clears throat> making me crack up and Seth Rogen sometimes overacts underacts you know he is who he is but mm-hmm. I did see it um I'll go first I'm giving it I liked Annie more <laughs> <laughs> and the gambler more so I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it one and a half popcorns a lot of people out there saw my review and was upset that oh this was hysterical this is great uh, maybe my I, maybe I just was expecting something else. See, I I was looking forward to this movie. I was going to see it opening weekend, regardless of whether it was, uh, you know, whether I saw it at the Bell Court or whether it opened at the Regal Megaplex. I was going to see this movie. I thought it looked fantastic. I loved This Is the End. That was one of my favorite movies of the year two years ago when that came out. That was good. This wasn't as good as, but I laughed a lot. It definitely beat the ten chuckle minimum. I thought that there were scenes in this movie that were just so freaking funny. Just, just you know, not shit your pants funny or piss your pants funny, but funny. <laughs> I got to give it three and a half. I really enjoyed it. I do want to see it again. Wow. Wow. If it does come out on DVD, this, or, or if they show it on Netflix, I'm definitely going to watch it again because it's funny. It really is a funny movie. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping it gets a more standard release because. I don't. I don't like to order things digitally. I think it's stupid. I'm. A, I'm more of a either stream it on Netflix or buy the DVD. I'm one of those people, or rent the DVD on Redbox or what have you. Right. I don't think you you even buy DVDs anymore. You, you just rent it. Huh? I don't. I, I. I don't. I don't have a DVD collection. I, I. I had one at one point, but I. I don't have any of that stuff anymore. Uh, I'm trying. I, I send you stuff. I'm trying to have you get back so you can have a good cool collection too. Uh, I don't have room for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Our next movie we both saw again. This was a trailer that we, I, I got tired of seeing. Every time you saw a movie, you saw this trailer. You were, and when it came on, you're like, 
go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. It was, and I'm so into shocked. The, into the <laughs> lobby. <laughs> into the toilet. I'm so shocked that, Mer- Sour Patch Kids. that Meryl Streep is getting or got a Golden Globe nominee for this. I think she even got an Oscar nod. I think they were just announced. I think she got an Oscar nom for this movie, Into the Woods. Brought to you by. This is Conley, Cameron, Zach, and Clementine. A dog, cat. serious hairball issue. No hairballs. Clean up, turn around. <laughs> there it is again. All right, here we go. Into the woods. I wish. I wish. I wish. I wish. Reversed. Go to the wood and bring me back a cow as white as milk. These beans carry magic. The cape as red as blood. Oh dear, how uneasy I feel. The hair as yellow as corn. The slipper as pure as gold. Go to the wood. Good day, Mr. Wolf. And what might be in your basket? I must find that girl. All will come to a happy end. Not always. Woods, a musical that I know <laughs> I know they're singing in musicals, but man, did this have a lot of singing. <laughs> a lot of I had I talked to someone who went and saw this and they were like, I didn't know it was a musical. I'm oh like, my god. I'm Shit. like, did you how how could you not know it was a musical? If there was anything more music there was there's there's, uh, I, I just it, it blew my mind. I'm like, how did you not know it was a music? And the person went by themselves to see this. I'm like, did you not see a trailer? They're like, no. I'm like, you know, it's funny in the trailer. There's probably 
just the same amount of talking in the trailer that it is in the whole entire movie of Into the Woods. Because yeah. there's a lot of singing. It, it pretty much it's it's almost like an opera. It's there. It's it's ninety percent singing, and that that didn't bother me at all. I I was into it. I was like, right on, bring on the songs. Yeah. Well, one of um one of my my wife's friends at the at the theater that she works in saw this on Broadway, and actually yeah. and actually said like this movie did a fantastic job bringing what you saw on the Broadway stage onto the, to the actual movie theater screen. Mm. It was so like weird how they did it, but it worked. And I will say this, I mean, I did I did enjoy it, but there were some parts that the, the whole giant depth thing as the wolf singing to like a, a little tiny girl and how he was singing and what he was doing, it was I was creeped out a little bit. That that I thought was the part where that where I was like cuz you know the whole the whole Story the whole little red white little red why we would little red riding hood <laughs> story wabby. is is a is a tale against little girls stay away from older guys because all they want is one thing and it's to stick their want want in your woo woo in your and ba- your in your basket that's right yeah if they want to they want to stick their their your French roll in your your basket uh, and I was like okay well let's let's see what they do here and I was like wow they did not pull any pu- punches here's Johnny Depp who's fifty years old. Who basically was, saying, basically saying, bend over to a twelve-year-old. Yeah, that that was. You saw a lot of heads. <laughs> you saw a lot of heads turning to the two. Yeah, the there, was, there it was. I mean, it was it was it was designed to be uncomfortable, which I and I was like, right on, man. Like, don't don't pull the punches. No, 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 no. Not, 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 I, I know, but, but I know, like, I know. It was just funny. You're like, yeah, right on, fifty-two-year-old. Get that little twelve-year-old. Get her. Get her. <laughs> But the thing, but the thing is, is like that. That would have been the part that I thought they would have cut back on and made it more uh, family friendly. And I was, I was happy to see that that they they took the they they took the source material and were and were uh, true to it. And instead of making it into a, because was this made by Disney? I think I it's Disney. I don't remember who made it, but. It's one of those things. It's like, wow, you—they really could have mm, pulled, you know, pulled the punch on that, but they did not. He—he—he landed yeah. the punch hard, and he was great. He was awesome. It is Disney. It, he was. I mean, I'll be honest. Besides, well, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> Giant Depp is really great in a lot of films, except a few. <laughs> yeah, but this—he does kick ass. Do you think she deserves an Oscar nod for this, though? Meryl Streep. Yeah. Streep. She could do a commercial for for uh, for toilet paper, and they'll give her an Oscar. Not she could do a thing for like for like a, a tampon, and she'll win the best Oscar, the best actress. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, that's I'm at the point now. We're almost like because she's in it, Hollywood says, "Well, Meryl Streep's in it. Let's give her an Oscar." And I'm everyone like, loves Meryl Streep. And, yeah, and, I, and and I and again, I thought she was great. And I gotta say, when they dolled her up in the second half, she's sixty five years old. Yeah, but that and, must be CGI. No, no, I, I just I just think they caked on a lot, uh, and they and they lit her right, but she looked good. A lot of young looking makeup, but she does she did look like she did look good for being ninety eight years old. Yes, <laughs> she looked good. Yes, like, mm. you, like, uh, mm. you know you know who you know who I have a weird thing for Emily Blunt. N- well, no, that's not a weird thing. That's 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 you know everybody knows all about that. Well, Christine Baranski. Okay, I've always had. She, Something for her. She, I don't care that her nose is weird. She was weird in, in the Grinch, and you probably had yeah. a, had the hots for her. There's something about her that I've always had a little thing 
that turns into a big thing for Christine Baranski. <laughs> Around a seven inches big thing, right, Tim? <laughs> yeah, starts out at an inch and a half. And could... Well, like like what you have for her, I have a Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. When, when he sung that song, him and the other guy, and they're opening up their shirts, and they're in the waterfall yeah. singing, I was loving that because I just love Chris Pine. He is he is damn handsome. He's like, I'm, ch- I'm charming, not... I forget what was the, what was the line. It was just in the in the trailer. It's like yeah. it's charming, not Prince sincere. It was. I love him, and and I love Anna Kenrick. I love her, like Emily Blunt. I love her. I mean, it was it was an okay movie, but I think for me, I was I was like, wow, there was a lot of singing in this movie. Yeah, a lot of singing. Yeah. the The girl who played Little Red Riding Hood, I thought was she was she was pretty she was really good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, she was. She was. She and was. here's the thing. Get get this. On Broadway, the where she got her big start, Annie. Circle of Life. That, that, that's like <laughs> circle. Yeah, she was when they when they brought Annie back a couple years ago. She was Annie. Wow, I could see that because she was really good. I my my wife and kids really wanted to see it too, but I think we all left the same way. Like ugh, enough is enough. All right, we get it. And it was I think it was too long. For me, it think. was it was a long movie. How long was it? It was like two. Uh, two it was like two hours, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Uh, no, just just over just over two hours. So with with trailers, uh, yeah, put it out about two two twenty. Yeah, it was. I will give this. I, I'm giving some bad popcorns, man. I apologize, fans. I'm giving Into the Woods. See, I'm I'm sorry. I liked Andy and the Gambler better. I'm giving this maybe the interview. No, two. I can't give it an interview. One and a half. I'll give it two. I'll give it just two. Giant Depp, Emily Blunt. I, I will give it two popcorns. Really small popcorns. That if I don't eat them, I won't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to give it two and a half. Okay. I, I did. I did enjoy it. I thought I, again. It's we 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 barely even scratched the surface. It's great cast. Songs were good. Um, Again, it's 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 one of those movies that it captures your imagination when you watch it. It's and Anna Kendrick is cute. She is cute. I, ever since you know what's weird. Ever since she was in um, Twilight ones, every movie after that, I always ask, ask my daughter, "Who was that?" Like I kept on saying, yeah. "Who was this?" I, I like her. Then of, of course, Pitch Perfect. Boom. You know what I mean? But and I, and I like I like James Corden, even though most people don't know who he is. But you're gonna know who he is soon because he's yep. yes, he's taking over for Ferguson, right? Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be new. So. And he's he's really he's really good. So you'll, uh, but yeah, really really good cast. I think this is one of those movies that's gonna be that people are gonna watch for a, for a long time. People are gonna talk about this movie and lo- and watch it for a long time. It's gonna go down as a as a favorite. All right, Tim, tell me one of the ones that you saw that I did not. What did I see? Oh, Wild! I saw Wild, and I know you want to see Wild. Yes, because ever since Fear, Reese is a piece. I love <laughs> Reese with a spoon. Uh yeah, Reese Reese Witherspoon. She's in. She's this is where Reese Witherspoon is basically a heroin addict who decides to get her life back together and clean herself up or clean her act up by hiking, you know, fifteen hundred miles uh, all by herself. Oh, I'm getting tired just ta- talking about. It. <laughs> I wake up to <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, it's again not not. I got I got this movie mixed up because this movie was being advertised at the same time as her last movie, 
Uh, yeah, with, with the, the, with the African guys. Yeah, the basketball or baseball film or something like that. It was or no, it was um, racing jogging. The good, the good lie, the good lie, where she she was helping these these refugees from Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. They did look. They did blend together a little bit. And I got the two mixed up because they were both being promoted around the same time, and she looked the same in both of them. And but uh, yeah, I, it was. She's again. She's great. Uh, the movie movie is. It, it really is a, a a good movie to watch. There's a lot of a lot of interesting stuff that happened. Some of the stuff you're like, really? Did that really happen? It's just fantastic. It's a. I mean, well, I won't say fantastic, but if I had to give it stars, I'd probably give it three and a half because it was it was enjoyable. I was never bored. Popcorns. There there were parts of the. Did I say three stars? Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> three popcorns. Okay. Uh, yeah, just enjoyable movie. It's still out there. I. I don't. I know that the Academy Award nominations came out. I don't remember if she got nominated. I know that there were all sorts of talks. I think she did, and I'm hoping these movies that I missed here and there will come back out again locally. And well, I'll, you'll I'll, you'll I'll probably you still have time to see Wild. That's, yeah, I know. It's it's on. Uh, it's out there. It's not as uh, it's not as wide a release as a lot of as as most movies, but it's out there. Oh, and you, you you're gonna think I'm weird. I have a. I have a thing for Gabby Hoffman also with her unibrow. Oh my God, Tim. Ah, uh, uh, she's in this movie. I'm like, yeah, Gabby Hoffman. She but does. She's that. weird yeah. looking. And, and people, and people are like, my God, Tim, what is wrong with you? I, that, that, those unibrows are hers. Ew. She is. <laughs> I have a picture up here now on my phone. That's a man, baby. <laughs> wow. Tim. She was an Uncle Buck, you bastard. So, if you had a choice between Reese, Gabby Hoffman, or Daryl Hoffman. <laughs> wow, Timmy. Uh, well, I mean, if I, if I, I mean, if if Reese was on the card, I would take Reese. Okay, all right, cool. So, all yeah. right, well, the next film that Tim and I have both <laughs> let's, seen. Let's just say, if you guys are still with us, this is gonna, this is a long one. We've is already it? been recording for an hour. Right now, and we're we're just maybe halfway through, maybe now, or just about halfway through. So, okay. thank you guys. It's been it's been a, almost a month since we last recorded. So, yes, uh, thank you for sticking with us through this extremely long episode. I'm sure it's taking you like twelve uh, days to get through it all as you're driving in into work. So, thank you for sticking through and listening to us and babble on about these movies. But but Tim's constantly yawning, put me to sleep. But I know. I, I was like, well, what it is is now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, don't yawn, don't yawn. I'm like, ugh. But now we're going to talk about a movie that's worth talking about. Tim and I both saw a movie made by Laura Croft. It is called Unbroken. Here is the trailer. Brought to you by... Some kind of video game. All right, get bad. Unbroken. A lot of ocean. A lot of ocean. Inbound three o'clock. My brother used to think that I could do anything. That I was better than I am. You keep going the way you're going, you end up on the street. You train. You fight harder than those other guys, and you win. 
This might be the fastest final lap in Olympic history. You can take it. You can make it. Everybody brace. Had goosebumps. My daughter was right next <laughs> to me the whole time watching this this trailer. Tim, I remember when we talked about this movie. You saw it. I saw it. Kind of upset that you don't feel the same way I I do about this this film. I will say uh, this. Go ahead. I mean, I'm sorry. No, no, no. After you. I know you love this movie. You think this movie is just the best. I totally, totally, totally do. I, this is a, this is a very good movie, and it is a movie I would like to see again. It's just a shame that there are so many movies out there I haven't seen yet that I'm I, that I'm having a hard time going and, and rewatching some of these movies. Luckily, I think this is nominated for some Oscars, so it'll stick around the theaters long enough for me to go see it another time. But there was a movie out earlier this year, The Railway Man, which dealt with a similar subject, which I thought was an overall better film. I so while I'm watching this, yes, I'm comparing it to that film, which I shouldn't because they're two completely different movies. But I couldn't help but compare it, this movie, which is a good movie, a very good movie, to that movie, which is a great movie. I can't argue that. I can't deny I didn't see that movie. I, I yeah. will have to take your word for it. Here's the thing for me. Is, is my, my kids and I went and saw this. My kids, whatever, the, you know, if, if they can see it, I'll bring them along. I think my daughter, I think, had no idea what it was about and whatnot, and she fell in love with this movie totally. She wants to go see it again and again and again. She loves this movie. This guy, what's his name? Um, Louis Zamperini. Louis Zam- Zamperini, yeah. Oh, this, and he just passed away maybe like last month or early, so. Early, yeah, earlier in the year he passed away, yeah. It, it, it's such, it's the whole story. Everything this guy goes through, he's on the, he's on the plane, the plane goes down. 
And then mm-hmm. he, he has to survive that. He gets he's on a raft with with two other dudes in the ocean, forty five days. He has to survive sunburn. <laughs> he has to survive blisters. He gets shot at by a, a plane. They, the, the the raft is, has holes in it. They jump in the water for the sharks in the ocean and jaws. They gotta survive jaws. They come back in. Oh my god, we're rescued by by, by guess what? The bad guys. <laughs> so so now they gotta survive that. They gotta go to some kind of uh, camp. They're tortured in a little tiny tiny little um, porta potty. They can't move. They're tortured. Then they have to go to an actual camp and get and he he gets beaten and he gets beat and whipped and punched and 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 everything he goes through and the scene i mean telling you the scene where he holds up that goddamn two by four post yeah i i i you know there's everyone knows braveheart for me was one of the films i cried like blubbery snot bubbles on my neighbor's popcorn i was a mess oh my god he looked out and the crowd saw his wife and dropped he should have just sugar tits. Hear me you out. make me want to smoke. You make me want to smoke. I <laughs> cried in this movie like yeah. I've never cried before. I think since since Braveheart, and I, Angelina Jolie, Laura Croft. Who knew that she could make one of the greatest movies released in 2014? Who knew that Laura Croft is really. Not just 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 looks like she can she can make a film and this and and, and this guy who who played him, Jack O'Connell. I mean, ugh, simply amazing. Simply, he, just, he came out of nowhere. Like, seriously, yeah. I mean, when he he was on some talk show I watched, I go, oh, that's the guy in that Laura Croft movie. It's like I, I didn't even care. And then I saw and I'm like, wow, that's Jack O'Connell. And he was just there's this and oh and then then the um the um the head. Japanese bad guy would torture him. Bird, yeah. Oh my god, would torture the shit out of him. And then, then one night, it's like, hey, I'm re- I'm leaving, going to another camp. See ya. And the guy was like, oh, thank God. The next and the next week, they got to move camp to camp. And the next camp, he looks up the <laughs> stairs, and there he is. And he's like, <laughs> and he passes out. Like, and I'm like, oh my god, this movie. Tim, I, I don't know what you saw. Railroad, bride, train, runaway train, whatever you saw. I thought more from a train. I, I don't know what it was. There's no way that compares to Unbroken in my eyes. I, it's, it's this movie. Well, it, is, it can't. It can't compare in your eyes because you didn't see it. And then, and, then, and there's a reason for that. Because you hate Colin Firth. <laughs> I do, but what is it with that Kingsman trailer that looks pretty darn good? I don't know. I think that looks pretty under this movie. To it me, looks awesome. Yeah, Kingsman it, looks awesome. It does. And I saw actually this is a whole side note. I saw a whole new trailer with I think it was an, an R-rated version of it, and this totally is a new. I didn't think it was going to go where it went, and it looks freaking amazing. Unbroken to me. I'm doing it now. I'm giving it five popcorns, buttery, flavory popcorns. <laughs> it was the best popcorn I ever ate in my life. Five. Popcorns. It was. It was. It was. It was a. It was a very good movie. Uh, yeah, the the the, the, the Jack O'Connell uh, did a, a he did an awesome job. Um, the guy who played the bird, who is a he's like a Japanese rock star. I actually looked online; he's in like three things, this and two other things. But he yeah he's he's like a rock star. Like if you if you look him up in his rock rock star outfits, like in Japan, it, it's almost like hair metal is back in style. Like because he's he's one of those ones where he puts the makeup on and. And uh, he's, he's very androgynous. Like he, they, he makes himself up to be to look very feminine. 
So he's like, he's a he's a hot chick when he puts the makeup on. It was weird. I can uh, I can see that because he does have a feminine face. Very very soft features on this gentleman. Yes, I can see that. Uh, but and, and yeah, and he's great. I mean, again, the, basically, if if there's one thing you're taking away from my opinions of all of these films is with the exception of one that's coming up. Performances are uh, is is just awesome. There's we're 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 in that we're in that time period at, at the end of the year where all of the theater or all of the the movie studios are putting out their best foot forward in terms of acting. Uh, so you're you're getting to see the best acting performances of the year. You know, basically all in like a six week period. You're right, so, and, and I always wonder why do they do that? Like some of these films are just so great. And in the same month, boom, here they are. Like they 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 put them out at the end of the year because for the awards, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's for, it's for the awards. It's because it'll be fresh in their minds. And traditionally, the January, February, March, and early April. Although early April now is starting to become the beginning of the summer movie season. Yeah. But traditionally, January, February, March are quiet periods. So movies that are that can get Oscar nominations can stay in the theater longer. It just renews interest in these films, and I think and that's and that's the main reason why that happens is at the end of the year, fresh in your mind, all that sort of stuff. Right. Um. um for I, I mean, I mean, the and I'm I'm liking that we're starting to see movies about POWs again. Like as I said, the railway and and specifically in the. The, the Pacific. Uh, my grandfather was not, he wasn't in the air force or anything, but he was, he was in the Navy in the Pacific. So he was, he was out there. He saw a lot of this stuff. He wasn't a POW, but my, uh, uncle, my, uh, my, my, my grandfather's brother was a POW in world war two. He was in a German camp. The thing is, is my grandfather never talks about never. I mean, my grandfather passed away a couple of years ago. He was, he was 90, Six ninety seven, yeah. when he passed away, um, he never talked about it. So I don't know much of his experiences. But and and my grandfather's brother passed away a long, long time ago. So I don't know any of his experiences in a German POW camp. So it is interesting to see these things and to sort of wonder, like, did my great uncle? go through similar things like this while he was in a camp or did my grandfather run into situations with the Navy? Cause they, they were shipping. They were the ones going to pick up POWs and bring them back to the United States and, or bring them to areas where they would be flown out. So how much of this stuff did my grandfather see while he was out there? So things like that are uh, to me are interesting. Cause I'm kind of, I, I do wonder what, how much of this stuff did my grandfather and other family members uh, back that experience so it is interesting and and, hist- and i'm a big history buff and i'm a nut for this stuff so this is the, this is my kind of movie i just liked railway man better this one i give four 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 popcorns okay uh, all right so maybe four and a half but all right i will take <laughs> i will i will take take four it is the highest popcorn rating so far it is it is um it beat the interview by half popcorn that's that's insulting tim <laughs> How the hell can the interview be almost as good as Unbroken? It's a great movie, but you can't you can't scale comedies on the same way as you can scale historical uh, POW dramas. This is a four out of five on historical POW dramas. That's a that's a three point five out of five in terms of goofy comedies. Okay, 
But if I had to compare the two, if I had to put them both on the same scale, this would be a five, and that would be a one and a half. Okay. I <laughs> Thank you, Tim. All right. Um, the next film I finally seen, Tim saw when it came out. Once again, the wife and I, we wanted to see it. He actually paid for it, I think, on demand. It is The Skeleton Twins. And I will say this, I always, I, Bill Hader, I love him, and Wig, I love her. And the movie was sweet and emotional mess, and this, when they were singing that, that, that song from um, Starship, was it? <laughs> yeah, from, uh, oh, what was it, uh, Mannequin. That means uh, I went crazy. Yes. The, uh, what do they know? It, I, I love that part. It was, I think, once again... The hype of this movie, how everyone was so great and the, and, and, the, and the acting and everything, and it's been a while. I was like, oh, I got to see it. I hyped it up for like four months after it came out, and when I did finally see it, I did enjoy it, but maybe not as much as I was, I was, I was hoping for. I'm giving, I'm giving it those three and a half popcorns because I really had a good time watching it, and I will say this. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are done hosting the Golden Globes, uh, Bill Hader and Wig came on and did an award for somebody and they were amazing together and the rumor is they might be the next two hosts in the Golden Globes. Hey now, I'm still not going to watch the Golden Globes. Because they they are a great team together and Bill yeah. Hader is like one of the funniest people out there and he played a great and he, he played a great gay man. So did um Ty Burrell from Modern Family. Ty Burrell. Yeah. We you met know, Ty Burrell a long time ago. You told me that. I I slightly hardly remember it. It was, it was when he was in uh, Dawn of the Dead. When we went to the Fangoria convention, we met Ty Burrell. It was good. I had a good time watching it, and it's 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 a memory now. I, I did see it, Bill Hader and, and her. I did see it, and, that, and now it's done. Skeleton Twins. <laughs> it was- I always I always found that song, that Starship song, that song makes me tear up whenever I listen to it. Whether whether it's them or not, even even with Mannequin, there's like at the because that was a song that I played at the end of Mannequin, but and Mannequin ended so happy. But at the same time, there was there, there was something bittersweet about it, and I couldn't quite place it. There's something about that song that's just very, very uplifting, but at the same time, you, you kind of want to tear up listening to it. I think I teared up during it. Yeah. There's something about that song. There, it's, 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 a, it's a unique song that makes you, that makes you smile and, and get, your, get, get all watery at the same time. I think I did, I think I did tear up and cry a little bit when I heard that song, because it's a great I'm song. Saying, yeah, it's, it's a great song. What do they know? Um, all right, Tim. Let's go to the next film that we both saw. Yes. Let me bring it up. Um, and actually, we are doing this. What's today? The 17th. So and two days. Yes. His holiday. Or three days. Yep. His holiday is Monday about Martin Luther King Jr. It is called Selma. Brought That's to you a girl's by- name. <laughs> no, that Tim. That's 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 Thelma. This is called Selma. Oh, Selma. Okay, it's, Selma. A, it's, a, it's a masculine S. Yes. Ready? Here we go. Here's brought to you by Gary Busey. Listens to me, Gary Busey. Here we go. Skip the ad. Here we go. He's got supporters. Detroit. New York, Los Angeles, inciting large-scale arrests and sympathy marches. I'm very aware of that, Mr. Hoover. What I do know is nonviolent. What I need to know right now, what's Martin Luther King about to do next? 
Mr. President, Dr. King is here. Mr. President, in the South, there have been thousands of racially motivated murders. We need your help, Dr. King. This thing's just going to have to wait. It cannot wait. You've got one big issue. Somewhere it is. Here is the next great battle. Sounds the place, and they read it. Dr. King! I tell you, that white boy can hit. Tolerate agitators attempting to orchestrate a disturbance in this state. It is unacceptable that they use their power and keep us voiceless. Those that have gone before us say no more. People actually say they get a kill about children. They're trying to get inside of your head. What happens when a man stands up, says enough is enough, we build the path as we can. Rock by rock. You see, it's probably bugged. We must march. We must stand up. You march those people into rural Alabama, it's got to be open season. May I have a word? There's no word to be had. There are 70 million people watching. These pictures are going around the world. We must make a massive demonstration. White, black, and otherwise. Come to some. I heard about the attack of innocent people. I couldn't just stand by. Looks like an army out there. Selma. <laughs> Tim, I've been seeing the actor David Oyelio. Maybe I just said it right. On a lot of talk shows. David Oyelowo, something like that. I think I think I think it's actually it's like Oyelowo. It's like we so weird. You may be right. You I've never actually heard his name. They everyone Jimmy Fallon and Leonard, he's on a lot of these shows, and this guy, I love him. The actor, he's really good. He's really good. He's really good. He was. I mean, I, I heard him say on some talk show that he had a dream, no pun intended. He was going to be Martin Luther King Jr. one day in a movie, and this movie came along, and it's him. He is him. They're they're each other. It's it's they're so good. He's so goddamn good in this movie. Yeah. And I'm kind of bummed out that a lot of the awards are coming and going, and, and nothing for Selma has been, been not like nominated for much stuff. And I can't believe it because it's such a great film. And my daughter's actually the one who really wanted to see this more because she's learning about it now in, in school, and she really enjoyed it too. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I'm a I'm a Martin Luther King guy. I I love you know I love learning about him, and I and I I mean I knew about the the March on Selma. It's one of those things that that. It's one of those things that you that you that when you learn about MLK, you learn that that's one of the things that pops up. But I didn't I didn't know the full extent of everything that went on. And I think this is a this is a great example of um of of seeing that. And and honestly, I I think I I want I want more people to see this movie, and I want I want more younger people to see this movie, especially minorities, because. I want, I want them to to see, you know, what people had to go through uh, 
to get them the rights that we that we take for that we take for granted. Do you know what's uh, what's weird too is that when I see this movie and I see the year come up nineteen sixty five or in the sixties, I'm like, that's yeah. that's really that's really not that long ago. You yeah, it I mean? was only a few years before you were born. Yeah, and it's like I can't believe that this kind of this kind of shit happened so close to where I, I where I was born at, and and and, yeah. and now it's like I can't believe I can't believe that this stuff went on. And you know, and there's all this stuff going on with Ferguson and that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, well, people are like, I have my opinions on Ferguson and all that sort of stuff. But I think that people need to sort of, especially people that are constantly crying racism and that sort of stuff. And they're talking about how, how tough it is these days to be whatever. To watch this and to see what it was really like. It's like, it's. I'm not saying it's great now. I'm not, I'm not saying it's good now. But it's a hell of a lot better than it was. And it can be better. Right. You can it. You can make things better. But you have to. You have to work at it, and you have to. You have to look to the right leadership, and you you have to have faith in yourself to push yourself forward. And that's the thing with Martin Luther King. And the thing with Martin Luther King is he's. You, you think that he's. You think oh he's he's oh this is he's an old dude. When he did this, this Marshall Selma, he was thirty-five years old. Yeah, yeah. He was young, he was younger than both of us. You know, it's one of those things. That's, so it is. A, it, it's a great history lesson. I wish more people would say it, see it, and take it to heart, and and learn from it, um, so that they can going forward, they can learn how to properly protest and how to properly organize, rather than. Some of the things that have been going on more recently, the, nobody's really organizing. It's it's it, it's it's not really mobbish, and, I, and I'm not trying to get political or anything here. And you know, we'll talk about the movie, but I just think that w- this shows you a time when people had real leaders uh, to show you to to help people along the way. I don't think we have quite have that leadership, and I think that's the big issue right now. There's there's no. Uh, figurehead right now for people to really get behind and i'm not talking um some of those other charlatans that are out there right now as a film this movie was fantastic i mean the whole movie i was i was watching it it was the edge of my seat i loved everybody that was in this movie um and uh yeah david oyelowo coretta scott king uh carmen i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you she was cute and coretta scott king was a foxy chick too I tell you who I love, no matter what this person is in. I watched him on a TV show on Fox a couple years ago. Uh-huh. Tim Roth, man, Governor yeah. George George Wallace. Had no idea who he was, who he is. But when I saw Tim Roth portray him, I'm like, wow, what a prick! I think George, yeah, George Wallace. He yeah, he was he ran for president a couple times. <laughs> that was kind of a joke. He got shot. Yeah, I remember he was he had assassin. I think it's I think they even said at the end of the movie there was an assassination attempt on on his character, not not in this movie. But Tim Roth though was just was just so ah, there's nothing Tim Roth can do bad. Seriously, yeah, he's he's awesome. And Rabisi was great. He even though he, his his role was relatively small, right? He was, Giovanni Rabisi. I I love Giovanni Rabisi. It was he was he was really great in this. He was great, and his hairline even greater. <laughs> yeah, they just shaved it back. And then there's Tom Wilkinson as yeah. LBJ. Yeah. Ah, uh, Tom Wilkinson is one of my favorite like modern day actors. He th- this guy could do no wrong. Um He was good. It was a it was a great film. It's a great 
you yeah. history film. You, you must see this movie to remind you yeah. of, of of what what happened before we were even. On. Even like uh, the early on, like the, right there at the beginning of the movie, and I I had known about this and I had forgotten about it, and that's and that's what shocked me about when they showed the. The, the little girls in the church walking down the steps. Oh my god, that's how it opened. And yeah. I'll be honest, with the bombing with the bombing of the church, and that's that's a that's a famous event. And I, I I when I was watching it, I was not even expecting that. Put two and two together that that's what that was, and it. I mean, I jumped out of my seat. Tim, I'll tell you right now, I can't remember. Maybe Jaws, maybe The Exorcist. I can't remember the last time I literally. Jesus jumped out of my seat yeah. and elbowed Luke in the face because I was so. What was that? <laughs> he jumped. We we like both jumped. That yeah. scene because it opened. Here's some kids. Here's a church, and boom. And I'm like, wow, that scared the shit and out then of they, me. And then they show the kids, you know, under the wreckage and you know, dead. They'd just been blown up. Yeah. And I'm sure the scene was much worse than that because, you know, you blow up a you blow up some kids. It's it's not going to look as yeah, anyway, it's not going to look as clean as they they make it in the movie. But it was, uh, yeah, was, yeah, I I had forgotten about that, and and I was like, I if if I had to go to the bathroom, I would have just evacuated everything at that moment. <laughs> really effective opening. A uh, lot of great, a lot of great. Unfortunately, most of the actors are not people that we know by name. So I I know that we we've, we've been like focusing on the white actors like Rabisi and Wilkinson, but. Uh, there were a lot of really great actors. I just don't know. I just don't know their names. Right. Well, um, there's there's that one guy who's you know the face. Where yeah, I'm going down here on IMDb. I know you're right. I love him. He's he's on a comedy show. He was on some comedy show I used to watch for a while. He's in a lot of other stuff. I'm going down. I'm going down. There he is, Wendell Pierce. Tim. He is in. He was on The Wire. He was in Parker. Where's the the TV show that he was on? Wendell Pierce. Where are we at? Um, though the Michael J. Fox show. <laughs> That's where I know him from. Oh, well, oh yeah, that guy. That guy was really great. He's in. I he's really in, liked him. He's in Twilight. He's in Horrible Bosses. He's Parker, in Parker Ray. Horrible Bosses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really great. The guy that played the younger, the younger guy who was, uh, is it? No, not Corey Reynolds. He played the younger guy. There were the there were the two nonviolent protesters from Selma, and um, one of them didn't get along with the other one. And, but the one that that stuck with MLK was really good. And he, you know, and you you saw him get the shit kicked out of him on the bridge. Um, oh yeah. Uh, is it Corey Reynolds? Is that who it was? No, it wasn't him. I I can't. I whoever he is, he was really great. You know and. You know, I'm going to say this. Oprah didn't annoy me. I think you know Oprah what? You're was right. Ju- she was in it just the right amount, and she was in it for the right reasons. You're absolutely right. Like she, to me, sometimes is over annoying, and it's just like ah, oh, it's Oprah again. And but she did not annoy me. She was really good, maybe because she was hardly in it. I hate to say that. You know what I mean? Like she was in it. <laughs> yeah. She was in it just around a time and, and space. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. Uh, Jeremy Strong, I really like. He's he was uh, he was in um, Lincoln and the Judge and Zero Dark Thirty, but he was he was the priest from Boston that got lynched on the street. Right. Um, just, I mean, honestly, 
see this movie. Even I mean, you'll, you'll, if it's on DVD, see it because it, it really is. It's one of those movies that that you really should see. I, and I, you know, I know it, this kind of stuff. People get there's some people like the history, blah 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 blah. See it. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's a great. It's it's a great uh, humanizing telling of someone who's been made into who's been uh, pumped up to near mythic uh, proportions as as Martin Luther King they, they humanize him I mean they even talk about and I've found this to be interesting they talked about his like infidelities which have become well known in recent years by you people trying to what's up is that you just said like you know oh history blah 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 history I used to be one of the, one of those people and I think I'm coming around like enjoying stuff now history that maybe back in the day i would say well if it's not john mcclain or martin riggs i don't want it you know what i mean yeah i think i think what it is 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 when you're younger you're so um and and then i'm not saying you but people in general when they're young they're 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 more more um self-centered they're more about paying attention to what they're doing now and how they fit into everything and what they're doing in the past is old people stuff. And when you get older, you start to realize that what you're, what you, you've been experiencing things and things have been happening. I mean, you knew it all along, but you, now you're realizing things have happened all along and you realize you think about when you were a kid and how things have changed. And you sort of start to pay attention to history beyond that. And you sort of figure out that it, everything isn't a straight line. Everything is, as steps and there are there are, there are events that happen that move things forward and there are events that happen that move things to the left and right and things that pull us back and uh, that's and I so I for me I mean I was I've always been a big history person because I'm I'm interested in that sort of stuff um, so but I, but I do think that when when you get older you start to really realize the world around you you start to stop worrying about everything that's happening immediately with you and you start to understand the world large in a larger uh, form. That's that's a good way of putting it, Tim. Um, did we give our no no we didn't our, our popcorns yet? No, we didn't. This is one I'll give my popcorns again. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give it the same as uh, as 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 unbroken. I'll give it. I'm going to give it four. I am giving it the same that you just said right now. Four. <laughs> I am not giving it in my Unbroken 5 because Unbroken <laughs> is simply the best. But this is a great movie. You simply really, the best. Better than all the rest. I think this is a great movie. You must see it. It's it's David Oeo Oeo was fantastic. So that's that's our reviews of Selma. Selma. Uh, the next film, Tim. Actually, wait. I got I got I got one movie. Yeah, yeah. Tim has seen, and, and I have not. I saw that you're pro- you're you're not going to see. I this. will probably not see this movie. I'm not going to rush to the theater to see this. It was on TV, and I got nowhere to go, and there's no shows to watch, and I saw everything out in theaters. I might see this movie at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, imitation game. I think it is nominated for best picture. I remember who uh, Stephen Stanton, uh, the guy who is. Um, Grandma Tarkin on the the Clone Wars. He posted something. He he posted something on Facebook about how he saw this movie and he thought it was like the best movie of the year. And I posted something saying it's a good movie, but I don't believe that this is going to win. Get nominated for Best Picture, and what happens two days later gets nominated for Best Picture. Never mess with Steven Stanton. Yeah, never, never. Don't fuck with Stanton. All right, he's Tark. Uh, he's Tarkin. Okay, <laughs> that's right. Uh Again, this this movie I, I personally think this movie is overrated. 
I agree. I think it. I, I think it's. I think it's a. I think it's a good movie. It's not a great movie. Um, again, it's 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 a movie of with acting, with because uh, Cumberbatch is, is is good in this movie. Keira Knightley is Keira Knightley. She's great in, in just about anything. And Matthew Good, who I really like, I do like Matthew Good a lot. Was, was Matthew Good good? <laughs> he was good to from good to great. <laughs> Matthew Good. He's he's been in a bunch of stuff like. Um, I think he's on Downton Abbey, uh, but he was in he was in Watchmen and Matchpoint and a few other things. But I do like Matthew Good a lot. And he's he's fantastic in it. So again, this is another movie where it's like just great performances all around. But the movie itself, <laughs> I'm going to say this now: it's the, not going to win Best Picture. And now that I've said it, it's going to win Best Picture. Stanton, you take that to the bank, Stanton. All right. And you know who else is in this? And I love this guy. Mark Strong. This guy can uh, do yeah. no wrong. This guy is so awesome, and he's in this movie. He's he's my favorite. He's my favorite bald guy. He's 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 better than Bruce Willis. He as a bald guy. He was rumored to be Lex, I think, in the new Batman movie for a while. Yeah, I think the reason he, that they well they, they I mean they they could still cast him, but he he was Sinestro in. Uh, Green Lantern movies, and I was I was really hoping they were going to go back and make more Green Lantern so we could see him kicking ass as Sinestro. But right, eh. but yeah, he's, he's Mark Strong, my favorite bald bald actor. Bruce Willis can suck it. Tim, please. He lost his hair better than Bruce. No, all right, stop it, <laughs> stop it. He's a moonlighting. Stop it. Who else? Who else is a good bald actor? I think um, Jason Statham. I like him. Jason Statham. Okay, Mark Strong is the thinking man's Jason Statham. Okay, I will give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Well, guess what, Pass the Popcorn fans? We are talking about our last movie right now. Last movie, almost two hours in. Oh, my God. Thank you for being with us this whole time. Yeah. We love you all, except the pretzel man. <laughs> Do you love the pretzel man? Oh, man? Pretzel man, the pretzel man. He'll tie you up like a pretzel, put you in his mouth. Oh, now we got to be good. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he, he 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 bought one of our Swick T-shirts. He, I think, did he buy the? He first bought the one? first one. He's so awesome. thank you, Richard. Yes. You are Rich Rich Adams. He uh, yeah, he bought our Swick T-shirt. By the way, if you're listening to this, yes, good. Go to go to our Star Wars in Character Facebook page. You'll find a link so you can buy a Star Wars in Character T-shirt featuring Chris jumping in front of the moon. And if you want a piece of popcorn shirt someday down the line, let us know. Yeah, we got to get over 200 fans before we before we even think about making a pass the popcorn. We'll sell like three shirts, and two of them would be to us. Yeah, me and you. And I'll buy one as a spare. <laughs> all right, our last movie. The best movie of all the movies we've seen today. Correct. <laughs> Brought to you by... Oh, I, have to, I say what it was. This is a... The third and final movie, supposedly. How do you? How do you? How do you even pronounce it? I don't know how you pronounce a number in the middle of the name. I pronounce it. Tactrian. Tactrian. All right. Tactrian. Brought to you by. Amazon stuff. Here we go. Taking three. Seems like the usual, Kim. Lenny! Lenny! 
happened to your mom? Dad, what's going on? Don't trust anyone. Fall down your hands. There are things I've done in my life, and I was always ready to face the consequences to protect my family. What do you know? What I know is soon everyone you love will be dead. What's your first priority here, Inspector? My job is to bring you in. My first priority is to protect the only one I have left. What are you going to do? I'm going to finish this. If you go down this road, the LAPD, the FBI, the CIA, they're all going to come for you. There it is. Taken three. <laughs> when I just uh, they they took one too many. When I yeah, when I saw the trailer for this, I was like, yes. Because Taken One, seriously, how great was that movie? Taken One was awesome. Taken two Taken Two, just as awesome. Maybe 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 not quite as awesome, right. but real close. It was right there. It was like, wow, this is this is right behind Taken One. I loved it, and Taken Three comes out. Go ahead, Tim. <laughs> Just took one too many. Now, uh, this movie, I'm watching it. It didn't even feel like Taken. I was, like, I was watching I'm like, this doesn't even feel like those movies. Like, and it's directed by the same guy. Do you think it's because uh, no one really got Taken? Yeah, no. It was, it was And it was basically like, I, th- I think it was like an unused script for the, uh, for the Fugitive. There was just no one-armed man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't kill my wife. And I go, I don't care. It was yeah, such- yeah. And then Morris Whitaker is Emily oh. Jones. We please uh, get your eye worked on, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> please open Forrest your eyes. Like, uh, my job is here is just I'm just to, I, I'm just to take you in. I don't I'm not I don't, I don't need to make these choices. I just take you in. I just take you in. No, it's I'm, weird. I'm just to take you in. That's all, that's all I'm doing. I'm just taking you in. That. That sounds that's a that's a pretty good um, impression of him because it was it was just like that and nothing happened and I tell you right now maybe I just didn't notice this in every movie I've seen of of um I almost said Qui Gon Jinn's of um Liam Neeson's he runs hysterically bad when he's running down an aisle or an alleyway his body is so big and tall he can't run right. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I don't know if I even noticed. That. Oh, if you see this again, watch him run. You will laugh. Trust will... me, I'm not going to see this again. <laughs> oh, poor taking three. It was such a disappointing, bad movie after the first two oh, yeah. that I was like, you know, nonstop. I love nonstop. And then that walking the tombstones wasn't a fan. And I enjoyed that one a lot. All of his anymore, almost, are beginning like Mark Wahlberg. They're all the same. There was a trailer on Taken 3 for his next movie. Hello. Him. Say hello to your mother for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, I don't know. Give hey, I love Liam. Hey. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Did you say hello to your mother? Anakin. Did you say hello to your mother? Anakin. Funky <laughs> um, Bunch. Yeah. I just was disappointed. It wasn't that great. It made a shitload of money, 40 million. People will see the word Taken on screen starring Liam Neeson. They're going to go, they're going to go see it. But it just wasn't. It didn't have the same uh that the first two had. 
no, no. And, and like it was, it, it was just stupid. Like it was stupid. Yeah. <sighs> uh, it, it, it's just bad. Just everything, everything about it. Like the cop was stupid. Like the guy that was like his his buddy, or, or not, not not his buddy, but the guy that was working. Oh. Uh, for Forrest Whitaker, that guy b- bothered the hell out of me. I, 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 who the hell was the guy in the stupid, stupid, tidy whitey underwear fighting Liam Neeson, like just wearing underwear? And then, and she's getting shot, and I'm like, he's getting shot. And I don't see any bullet holes because he has he has no shirt on. I'm like, where's the whole bullet holes? Where's the blood? I just, and he's and, it's, and he's fighting Liam Neeson, who's fully dressed and he's a handsome man. And there's this, <laughs> and there's this guy in his Hanes Fruit Looms tidy whities I just didn't. I was like, "What's going on here?" This is bad. I, I did. I did like seeing like his buddies, uh, like yes. like like when when he was out golfing, like John John Grease and. Uh, I forget who the other guy who the other guy was. What what the other actor's name is? John, is it Johnny Weston? Is that I, who that is? You're the short guy. Yeah. 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 It, he. he that it? No, that's not. That's not it. I don't right. know. But his his uh yeah like like his like his oh uh, my god Doug Ray Dugray Scott Dugray Scott who was the villain in this movie was just simply simply the Kirk Cameron of villains. <laughs> Yeah, he was horrible. And this is the guy that was almost Wolverine. I mean, he was Wolverine. And then he had and and then and then luckily uh he wasn't able to finish Mission Impossible 2 in time, so they brought in the Wolverine that we all know and love now. But, but this guy was this guy was going to be Wolverine. But he was in Mission Impossible 2 as, as a bad guy and I loved him in that one. Loved yeah. him in that one. And then he's in this one. I'm like, somebody shoot this guy. This guy's <laughs> in real life. Somebody take him out. He's such a bad actor in this movie. He was awful. It was awful. It's so sad to say. But taking three, I'm giving it. I'm being generous here with a with a one popcorn. Seriously, I'm giving it one. I always give it a half, but no. Uh, I'm giving it a one, Tim. How about you? I I can't I can't even give it one. Oh, it a half. A half and this, this, this so far. I mean, we're only we're only two and a half weeks into the year. This so far is the is the worst movie of, that I've seen so far this year. It's bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's terrible bad. It is. It's so bad. It's it's sin bad bad. It's really bad. <laughs> so, oh. well. All right. Hope you enjoyed this six hour episode. <laughs> yeah, we're, we literally we just hit the two hour mark that we started recording and we started. Oh dear God! So, like, with when Matt adds the credits on the beginning and the end, this thing is going to be like two hours and two minutes. <laughs> well, so we 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 before we before we we talk, but we before we wrap it all up, we were going to split this into two episodes. So we were we were we talked about that. But um, just thought maybe we'd put them all out one big big ass episode. You know, you can yeah. you can whatever you can fast forward, you can pause, you can you can yeah. just, a week. If a you week, don't want to hear us talk about unbroken you don't have to you can just rewind and listen to an interview again but it's the best one on here anyway. <laughs> honestly yeah unbroken and selma are the two like prestige pictures on uh, that we talked about uh, on this episode yeah i've heard it was it seems like so long ago well, we talked I, about we're gonna talk about next time we do an episode i saw last night i saw the wedding planner you saw sniper i want to see american, american sniper yep i want to see that i'm dying to see that so 
Hopefully, we won't wait a month for our next uh, episodes. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping that we can get back on a week or yeah, like every you know week to week to two weeks schedule again. Uh, I don't. I'm not going to be house sitting for anybody anytime soon. So I think we'll be able to get back as long as movies are out and Chris and I have a free night that we're both uh, able to record. We will get these out a little more regularly. Guaranteed. So I'm going to say I miss saying this, Tim. So um, hey, Tim. Yes. Pass the popcorn. Uh. <laughs> I said, I said, Tim, not Scott. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn is a NeoZaz.com production and part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcast and original entertainment, please visit NeoZaz.com. For all the latest news and information for Pass the Popcorn, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pass the Popcorn Podcast. Thanks for listening.